here we go on what will be an uneventful um, April 1st, as far as April Fool's Day is normally concerned. Though, watch out for shampoo bottles and the toilet. What? Are you are you familiar with those? No. Oh, oh, hold on. I'll, I'll get to it. Let me uh, get us going, and then I'll explain. 535, good morning. It's the morning reboot here with you on Q105. Um, hello, essential and possibly non-essential employees. Uh, coming up on the show today, we finally get to connect with our friend Ashley, who's been overwhelmed with mom life, teacher life, work life. Everything is still full-time for her, so she's going to check in with us uh, after 7 o'clock. She needs some help filling out the dinner menu uh, which many people have probably encountered as a challenge throughout the month. She she maps it all out, so we'll get to that. We will rank these things, heavily influenced by your favorite Netflix show at 7.30 or so. Urban Dictionary Spelling Bee, also very Corona-centric today. And the Health Commissioner, uh, Eric Jasinski. I guess I've been pronouncing his name wrong. Um, but the Health Commissioner will be on with us today around 8.30. If you've got questions about what's going on, um, it's not like we're going to talk about algae water or anything. Um, you can send them our way and we'll pass them along to him. A couple of headlines to start the morning. There is a COVID-19 survey. Uh, if you believe you have symptoms, it's to help the county track these things better and someone might get in touch with you depending on what you plug into this survey. That's about the headline you need this morning. 537-419-240-1055. Good morning. It's Eric Chase and at home, possibly just feet from his toilet, it's the one and only Floyd. Hi. Ah, good morning. I'm wide awake today. I, I, You sound different from the last couple of days. You sound distant. What? What's going on? Oh, oh. How about now? Much better. I just realized my phone was across on the couch. No, I'm good. Uh, I showered today. I feel like it's the first time I showered in a while. I know that sounds gross, but I'm not doing anything, so don't judge. Sure, sure. No, I mean... Uh... <laughs> I know people who haven't done laundry for a while because they keep wearing the same clothes. That was me. I've been rocking this hoodie for the past two weeks, and until this band is lifted, no clean clothes until then. Yeah. I mean, there are some ways um, that we're saving some money. Uh, granted, ga- gas is, is pretty inexpensive now, but that's supply and demand, so um, a lot less driving. I know some. I know people are trying to eat out. Um, to help our local restaurants, but maybe you're not go- you're not going out as much. That's clear. Um, and not not like disposing of disposable cash as much. So there are some ways e- that you can save money during all this. I'm actually I'm tired of. I told my sister yesterday we because she kidnapped me for like forty five minutes. I didn't want to leave the house, but I'm tired of cooking. Like the first thing I do when I get out of here is I'm gonna use someone else's dishes and rack up a bill at some buffet or restaurant. Okay, I'm good with tired. that. I'm tired of cooking. Um, those uh, those two April Fool's Day jokes that I mentioned were pranks. Uh, what is it? Putting is which is the clear one? Is that Saran wrap? Yes. Yeah, you put Saran wrap uh, o- over the toilet. Oh, I've seen that, and some people put it across the door, and they run face first into it. <sighs> yeah. Um, what and the other one? The shampoo bottle. Um, I think. People either replace the shampoo with something else, with or, nair, because people lost their hair. That that's really excessive. Like that that's a hardcore prank. I, these, Listen, hard times cause for drastic pranks, and if it makes me smile and you go bald, I'm sorry. Wow, that's mean. I wouldn't even do Hi. that. Happy Tuesday. Um, 
uh, I think saran wrap over, like you unscrew the bottle cap for the shampoo and you put saran wrap over that. So a couple of harmless pranks as opposed to follicle pranks that you want to pull. I wouldn't do it to anyone. I would fantasize about it. Like, oh, you will look so good, bald, but I won't do that to you. Well, some people might have to go that route as they grow their roots out because they can't get to uh, take care of their, their, their hair and their, their beauty routines. I got to say this. Thoughts and prayers to my lesbian friends right now with the pixie cut because I know your hair look real, real rough right now. Um, 5.40, good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. Before 6 o'clock, is that beeping? Is that is that vehicle on your end or mine? It's my end. Welcome to Living by the Zeph Center. It is the land of many noises that we never see anything. Wow. Um, before six o'clock, we'll get to we'll get to uh, one requested and uh, three in total pan, uh, pandemic throwback songs of the day, and your uh, your soon your impending fame, your impending national fame. <laughs> I know. We'll get to that before six. Um, yesterday, I saw. Uh, Amy Steigerwald from WTOL posted a map of the air of the county, uh, actually of all of Northwest Ohio, and uh, listing in different colors the uh, the amount of positive COVID nineteen cases. And guess what? I'm in the New York City of of our area. I guess. Ooh, are you? There's like uh, the most cases, and and we're talking like six or ten. Uh, which is more than everywhere else, but still, they're right where where I am in four three six one five. Mm, that's that's a lot more than you want to be. Even one is a lot more than where you want need to be. But it's I, bound to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm not really sweating it. Some people brought up, um, you know, the socioeconomic factors of maybe people in that area are more able to get tested, and maybe more pe- people there are more aware or concerned with their health and and worrying about this. So I, I'm not sweating sweating it, uh, and I don't think other people are. I, I hope not. Um, but we can ask the health commissioner about that later. But statistics are bound to happen in sure. this. So, sure. you know. Um, yeah, and I, I will ask the health commissioner this later. And I don't know I don't know if he has an identical he no nothing is identical. I don't think he has the same medical background as he does as like Dr. Amy or an epidemiologist. Um, I think he may be more of a, a managerial or administrator overseeing those types of people. But we can uh, we can fire away with what we want. But what I what I've come across, and as we, we talked with my brother yesterday, and we keep finding out things, I'm not even going to get into whether you should wear masks or not because everything seems to be an unknown. Uh, it, it seems like experts, scientists. Monday it's one thing, Wednesday it's another thing because we just keep learning new things every day. And, and you, you got to keep each. I'm trying to think, level of health department says something different. Like, I saw a doctor on, like, World News say yes, and then I saw someone overseas say, you really don't need it. So it's, like you said, it's back and forth. I just think at this point, it's where you're comfortable with and whatever you feel safe with. Yeah. And if you have it, use it. Uh, 5.42, the morning reboot. How Floyd will, uh, will encounter national fame after... 5.46, good morning, Welcome to the show. We're glad to have you with us on the Morning Reboot. Thanks for any time that you can give us as uh, all of our lives are upended. We'll keep you updated. We'll give you some distraction. We'll uh, we'll add some levity to your day as you get through, as we get through all of this. You can always text the show 419-240-1055. Floyd, how did you communicate with one of your favorite shows? Was it text? No, it was, remember, we were in the studio, and I don't want to say the name of the show yet because we're still working out stuff, but remember, I said it was on Twitter. 
and they asked what were you do what are you doing during the pandemic to get through and i literally was just like i'm up let me respond and i just said that i do like drag shows on facebook i make quirky videos and snapchat filters and they were like can you send us some samples or demos of what you do and i was like well i have these three videos i just did so i shot them their way and they sent me an email on friday like apparently five hours after i sent it but i just got it on friday monday so i called yesterday and he was like we want to work with you and i go shut up and he's like yeah but i have meetings today and tomorrow so i'll get a hold of you within the next 24 to 48 hours how come you don't want to say what show it is because what if i jinx it but i don't care we can talk about it all right well, we can say it let's go <laughs> It's the Tamron Hall show. I'm so excited. <laughs> and you know I love her because I talk about her, what, like at least every other day. Can you explain who or what the show is for those that don't know? Tamron Hall comes on our, one of our local news networks, NBC, at 3 every day. I love her. She is the new Oprah. And her fashion sense is lovely. But lifestyle stuff, a lot of my lifestyle stuff that we do on the show, I get from her show. Okay. So she does like lifestyle. She has celebrities on and he sent me, like, statistics. She's, like, the number four talk show in the country after Ellen and, like, Car- Kelly Clarkson. But, yeah, that's a big freaking deal because I love her. Yeah. I'm very excited for him. Very happy for you. And So, yeah, I need him to give me a call back. And if he doesn't, he made a mistake and did not call me private. You're- I have his number saved in my phone. You're talking about, like, some kind of producer, right? Yes. Okay. And um, I Googled his name, and he's worked with a lot of people. So, and it's not a scam, and... I'm excited. No, I think you're. I think you're good to go. I'm. I don't. How do they often or regularly have people from the internet submit content? I mean, I know we're everybody's kind of locked down now and having guests. Well, from what I understand, she is in hiatus right now, as with most people in New York. Right. But she's coming back like most of like if you watch Kelly and you know who in the morning, they're all doing stuff from the living room. So I think we'll be via communicating via Skype because he did he did make it very clear that it's going to be a virtual interview. Right. Which okay. I, I I said that makes sense. I get it. Does she? Ha- did, what is the what or who is the majority of the people on her show though? Are they famous people or does she snag a lot of um, a lot of Ira people? Like what she's doing with you? She goes back and forth. I, okay, I I I describe her as Oprah because remember Oprah used to do like hard hitting homegrown stories, but then she'll have celebrities. So yeah. it goes back and forth. Okay, because I know um, I was reading something last week about uh, your favorite network, ESPN. Like mm. what? What does sports networks do in this time? Because there's no live sports, and mm-hmm. ESPN and and other places have embraced uh, UG uh, UGC user generated content. Like <laughs> I love that you said it, and then I was like UGC. <laughs> yeah, um, I wanted, I've never used the acronym before, but yeah, like like ESPN and Sports Center has turned into like um, whatever you can submit from your computer, and mm-hmm. because. There's there's tons of content just sitting out there, and when your main source of content, whether it be celebrities, actors, athletes, everybody's locked down, you go to the internet. So I'm glad that they tapped you, tapped you. We will uh, this. You could be the next Jaden. I'm okay with this. So hopefully, like I said, like I said earlier, homeboy got 48 hours, or I'm gonna hit him up. He did not call me private. Don't <laughs> don't put the guy on blast. I'm just kidding. No, no one knows who he is except okay. me. But like, no, it's. One of those situations, like, I read the email and ignored it for 15 minutes. I said, no, I didn't read that correctly. And then that's when I called you, my mom, and Emma. 
I had to tell my three top people. Yeah, I got a phone call. I thought I thought uh, that you you'd caught the Rona or something or something was wrong with Donna. It you know you everybody knows everyone that's listening to this show knows that if you're making or getting a phone call, it's important. Right. Um. Let's uh, also importantly throw back songs of the good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah, just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. Do you have your work from home set up there? I do. I do, and I got my fake paper. Um. All things considered, uh, nothing major. But the governor, as he speaks every day, uh, with Dr. Amy yesterday announced orders that the state will track all medical ventilators and prohibit people from being disconnected from water service. So that's good news. Uh, the order will apply to other breathing machines as well, treatment masks and tubing. I think they're just trying to stack, stock, stack and stock everything um, for inventory here, so they know who needs to get what, and when, and how. Um, Dwine said the state director of the E. EPA ordered that local water systems not shut off service for non-payment during the coronavirus. If water has been shut off, it's got to be turned back on. Better, better stick to it. Yeah, and I, I saw. God, I'm sorry. So I was going to say like, that's as someone who rents. Like I don't. That's one of the utilities I don't pay for. Right. But I can't imagine being a like a family household like wondering right now like because water's essential. Right. Um, it's not essential, but I saw an email from Buckeye today, and they didn't say that, like other places, they'll let me skate without paying, but it just says, like a lot of places have sent out some kind of communication. Call them, talk to them, explain the situation. There was something I was watching on the news this morning that says, if you can pay, please pay, because you're helping out the other people who can't pay. Because can't pay. I, I saw that news yeah, story, too. Whoever you're paying has to pay someone else, and eventually the buck has to stop. Um, mm-hmm. This is uh, this is what you mentioned earlier with your sister and Jay Sean. But uh, so a shortage of, of masks at Washington local schools has placed its meal distribution plan temporarily on hold, according to their superintendent Katie Onstad. We ran out of masks today. Obviously, uh, the medical field needs them badly too. We're required by the governor to wear them, and right now we don't have them. They're responsible for feeding three thousand families during this time. As for the plans, um, as for the district's plan for remote learning. She said students in grades 3 through 12 will continue to get digital instruction during the extended school closure, while kindergarten through second grade will continue to get packets in the mail. Over at TPS with Jay Sean, um, that's our area's largest district. They'll continue to distribute meals and learning packets throughout the mandated closure. Uh, A spokesperson, James Galt, said TPS has a new schedule for families to pick up those packets. We've developed a schedule for parents uh, to be able to pick them up in a drive-through style. We're asking if all possible that parents can drive up. If they have to walk, we'll still service them, but we know that social distancing works best when in a car. All coursework will be available on the district's website for families that have uh, access to internet and printer and pickup packets will be Monday through Thursday, 11 to 2.30 at the designated locations, which is mostly schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when we were at Target yesterday, like when she, my nephew had said something like, do you still have to go to school Monday and turn in my work? I go, what do you mean you have to turn in work? Don't you just email us? She goes, no, we have to go pick it up. So that was the first, shows you how out of touch I am with people with children. I didn't know they had to physically go and get it. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing that, I think, since they closed. Um, The health department is asking for your help in tracking the coronavirus here in Lucas County. 
Health officials yesterday unveiled an online survey with a partnership with UT that will allow, the, uh, that will allow residents to notify the health department when they have suspected symptoms of the infectious illness. This uh, form targets people who have symptoms but likely won't have access to tests because they are so limited. The goal is for residents to self-report their symptoms along with some general info and how they may have uh, come into contact with the virus. It'll give health officials and emergency responders a better picture of the illness local impact. And there's also still many questions regarding businesses and employees. Should you be open? Are you allowed to go? The health department encouraged people to call 419-213-4161. Staff members are reviewing those messages and will follow up with callers and local businesses as needed. So a little old fashioned, but get on the phone. And it works. And like, um, I was reading, reading, I was watching something yesterday, like even though we're like 10% through this already, like we're in the statistic phase and we're seeing how this operates. That's a good sign. Even though we still got to practice these orders that they put in place. But like, once you start getting statistic and numbers and the information, like that's a good sign people. So just always forward thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the health commissioner, Eric Jasinski on with us to ask some of these questions and more and shed a little bit more light on what's going here locally and more about those numbers and what they mean. That'll be 830. If you miss that, please get the podcast. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. I'll double check, but that number as well, I think uh, you can also call it if you want to tattle on somebody. And I would never encourage like such fourth grade behavior. Uh, don't be that neighbor that that you know can't have a reasonable conversation and call the police because a dog mm-hmm. is barking. Uh, but in this case, you're talking about life or death, the pandemic, and spreading um, a very mysterious virus. So tattle away. Well, and even if that even if that's not in your realm of like tattling, there's nothing wrong with telling someone, "Hey, can you back up, please." Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, honestly, like, there's nothing rude in that. Like, you, you should do that anyway because right. it's called personal space. Yeah, absolutely. Costco is going to offer up uh, three senior shopping hours a week amid uh, the coronavirus pandemic and is allowing those with physical impairments to also participate. They quietly added Wednesdays as a third day after originally just having those hours Tuesdays and Thursdays. Across the U.S., parks and recreation departments have shut down basketball courts amid the outbreak, and they're going to extraordinary lengths to mandate social distancing protocols. Parks and rec departments have removed rims, tied the nets to the rims, and placed wood over the rims. In New York City, where we know this is hitting hardest, 138 courts were disabled by removing the rims from baskets. I know just last week a friend of mine was uh, not pleased that she looked out her window and saw a bunch of kids playing basketball ball and i think somebody had to come by and break it up well i meant to tell you this the other day i had to run some for some reason i had to run over on the other side of town city park is has like caution tape around the basketball court and the play structures i don't know if that's due to anything right but i went to i wanted to i'm gonna swing by today and if there's if it's still up i'm gonna take a picture because i was like i found it kind of odd because that's why i asked you if they closed the parks um, I thought you meant like Metro Parks, but City Parks is also because there's a lot of basketball courts and playground areas, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I would say that those are not the smart, smartest places to be, and yeah, I, I know that uh, up until last week, there were still gatherings of kids, some many of whom were off of school, not taking it seriously, the parents not taking it seriously enough, you know, just playing ball, and any other time, that's that's fine, but unfortunately, now we can't do that, and 
tomorrow will be the big It'll test. come, friends. It'll come, friends. We talked earlier this week, and the governor uh, has the metro parks on his radar. He's like, the parks are big enough. You've got enough space to space out. It's a big park. not. And I know the trails aren't that big, but tomorrow will be the test day because tomorrow it's going to be sunny and near 60. People are going to be hitting metro parks, and I'm guessing if he gets word from the parks or just citizens Which he will tattling saying these people are not abiding by the social distance recommendations he as we've seen will not hesitate to shut the parks down and again it's only it's always a small handful of people who ruin it for the rest of us so mm-hmm. tomorrow tomorrow is the test day and i did see that the governor who is our governor uh, wine with dewine has gotten some national acclaim for being so proactive with all this i saw he started to to wind up on some international websites some uh, some Good websites internationally getting praise for his work here. Yeah, I would say him, and like not to break down the politics wise, I would say him, Miss Whitmer in Michigan, and Como? the New York governor. Yeah, yes, the New York governor. Hats off to those three because I couldn't do it. Yeah, six thirty-eight on the morning reboot. It's Eric Chase and Floyd. What pandemic throwback song of the day from TLC do you want to hear? That's on our Q one hundred five Facebook page and more of our social channels. Pick one. We'll get to that winner at seven thirty. We've got fantastic. I can sleep the weekend at 6.52 on Q105. Good morning and welcome to The Morning Reboot. Thanks for listening on your smart device, your Alexa, your Google. You can search Q105 Toledo in the App Store. Before we dive into the story, which actually I should have teased in much in a much bigger way because this person is a megastar that has been, that has been missed. And unless you were digging deep through Netflix for really strange, eccentric shows, you haven't seen this person in a while... Um, so this is really good news and Tiger King news in just a second as well. Ashley around 7.15 because uh, she's got she's got a, a hellacious deal as full-time mom, full-time teacher, full-time employee going on in her house. But first, I just came across a great idea from a friend of mine on Facebook. Ooh. Wait. Um, okay. I'm of, ready. Of the things that there is a shortage of, what can you think of? Hmm. There's a lot. Milk, are you like necessities, like essential stuff? No, you, no, this is actually not an essential, but it's something that people have kind of um, rated shelves for, and I guess even Amazon. Gummy bears. That could be. I've not seen. <laughs> I want gummy bears so bad. Um, she uh, she just asked on Facebook to swap puzzles with someone. And I think a puzzle exchange would be a great idea because I know a lot of people are having a hard time finding puzzles. Huh, I'm not a puzzler. I like in theory, I think I'm a puzzler, but then I see people post pictures of their puzzle. Like our friend Desmond yeah. posted a picture of his puzzle, and yep. I said, I don't even have the time or the patience. Yeah, some people have gotten back into puzzles and playing some board games, and I, I she's not the first person I've seen talk about uh, having a hard time finding puzzles. So uh, yeah, a puzzle exchange might be a neat idea amid all of this. Hmm. All right, are you ready? I. I'm sitting on my couch, yes. I, I kind of <laughs> built it up. Who is a great-looking man that you have missed from television? Me, like in real life? Yep. Um, Christopher Maloney. Elliot Stabler, the longtime oh. partner of, now I think, Sergeant Benson of SVU, and the actor who played him, Christopher Maloney, are returning mm. to NBC in an SVU spinoff series. 
Stabler will be at the center of a new crime drama from the honcho of all these shows, Dick Wolf. Um, it doesn't have a title, but it was picked up for 13 episodes. In the spinoff, which was first reported by Deadline, Stabler heads an organized crime unit in the New York Police Department, which could lead to, lead to crossovers with Benson and, and, and her SVU team. Listen, he, that man is perfect. If you guys listen to the show, you know he is my man crush forever and ever. Amen. Ooh, I'm ready. He can, it's already my favorite show. I know he can you can do no wrong. You're not here anymore, but we could definitely put him on the wall. And I think the only reason he's not up there is because he's been off the grid so long. I mean, he may or may not be the background on my laptop. No shame. Yeah. Did you tweet a picture or did you like a picture of his the other oh, day? I retweeted, liked it, and saved it to my phone. Yeah, he's a vampire. He doesn't age. Oh, I'm okay with that. Uh, Sorry. Do, I'm happy I'm working from home right now. Ooh, Lord Jesus. Have you watched that quirky show on Netflix that he's on? I, there's like a cartoon character with him. It's Joe something, right? It got canceled. It was on FX. I know what you're talking about. It did. I did okay. not get into it. It was weird. Okay. But he was great eye candy, but it didn't give me good kind of stuff. Okay. It was just horrible. Well, this hopefully will be a winner. Um, now, we talked about this yesterday. Some more details now. Florida Sheriff is using the hype surrounding uh, Tiger King to seek new leads in the case of Jack Donald Don Lewis, who's been missing since what year? 1997. Yep. Uh, he was married to Carol Baskin, the intended target of the murder for hire plot at the center of the series. I need you to say her name correctly. Carol Baskin? No, it's Carol Baskin. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> I don't speak... Uh, uh, I Redneck? Don't... Yeah, I was trying to figure out what to do with that there. Um, yeah. Because there's there's Miami, there's Orlando, and then there's Florida. Florida. Uh, Hillsborough County, which is actually Tampa Bay or the Tampa area. The sheriff, Chad Cronister, told CNN that the show has generated a lot of new interest in the case. His office is receiving about six tips a day. In a news conference yesterday, he told reporters that he's assigned a detective supervisor to chase down any new leads generated from the show. The case remains open. We never close a cold case. Uh, So far, unsurprisingly, uh, none of the tips have been credible. (laughs) Well, here's the thing, like, so she knows Carol Baskins, um, that she is, like, public enemy number one in the world, even though Joe Exotic's in jail for, like, attempted all this nonsense. Right. But, like, here's the thing, like, she says that she was portrayed not in a good light in this docuseries, but I'm like, girl, you're the one offering the, the, the context. Like, those are your words. They didn't right. edit that. That's like uh, R. Kelly saying, "I'm being, I'm, they're they're don't showing even, me off as a criminal here." Well, you, don't you, get you, me started. You are, you are a criminal. They're um, killing me, man. Right, right, right. Um, uh, also, Joe Exotic has been quarantined where where he is in, in in jail right now. They moved him, and he had to get quarantined with all the COVID stuff going on. But um, isn't that crazy? No, no. All it's, these prisoners <laughs> they're getting quarantined away from. This virus, and we out here locked in our houses. Um, there is a uh, someone. I think I think someone at the Lucas County Jail tested positive for it. Maybe a, a nurse as Ooh. well. So that's a whole other situation with the jails and things like that that we haven't gotten into. Nor do we need to. I, know, right. I only bring it up because Joe Exotic got moved into quarantine in his uh, in his new cell. Six fifty eight with the morning reboot. Our good friend. We'll see what kind of. All back together again. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Reboot. You're with us at 714 uh, Q105. It's Eric Floyd. And now joyfully joining us from her car is our good friend, Ashley. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, 
I'm seeing. Uh, why is why is everybody making banana bread all of a sudden? What is that about? Because, because everyone bought bananas and they're like, "Oh, these are great. I'm gonna eat these every day for lunch." And then twelve days later, they're like, "Oh crap." I'm not going to eat these. They're not brown. So now I can only make banana bread or freeze them. Got And this is what we've been missing from the show. Yeah, that's um, exactly what. Your life, I, as you try to, uh, oh, can you do me a favor? Whatever, can you, are you able to put headphones in? Because we hear a, a loud echo. Oh, I don't have them. All right. Well, if, if you can There's turn, echo on my end. if you can turn volume down in any way, okay. um, um, then is that better? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, we can do that. Um, so uh, we'll get back to food in a second as you try to fill up your dinner calendar for, I guess, the next month or so. But how are you managing all this stuff with still working full-time, momming full-time, and I guess teaching one child full-time? Yeah, it's a little difficult, to say the least. Um, I'm, I mean, I think I feel there's some days that are better than others, and I'm just trying to make it work the best I can. Um, the, the school with Tucker stuff are actually, like, a week ahead. I wanted to, like... Oh, push stuff good. out as fast as I could um, just in case it did go throughout the rest of the year so it wasn't like we're doing this every single day for the rest of the year um, so it, it's looking it's starting to look like that so I think a lot yeah. sorry dude I think a lot of parents are doing that because my sister's doing that with my nephew because he needs a novel for one of his classes he's in like seventh or eighth grade and they're a week ahead because she's like I don't want to fall too far behind because like once you fall behind you're kind of just like eh, I'm already behind I'll get there when I get there yeah, and I don't even know what the rest of the year will look like. I mean, we had to pick up an extra packet last Monday, but it's, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like there'll still be more to come. I don't know that they'll even go back the rest of the year. You know, I'm just trying to stay ahead of the game to make sure that if anything, I mean, this will probably be something that we have to continue even through this summer a little bit just to make sure that they're like fully prepared for that next grade. Um, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, as a parent, like, because like you're, parent like our first parent we talked about this do your kids understand what's going on or are they just kind of just like why are we home good question they uh so parker has no clue she wants to go like live her best life Mm -hmm. um she thinks it's amazing that i'm home every day uh tucker gets it like he understands that there's like a virus going on but he gives no like he doesn't understand why he doesn't have to go to school and like he hasn't realized like you're probably not going back okay um that will probably make him sad, I think, um, just because he really liked his teacher. He really enjoyed his class. He liked going to after-school care. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's a pretty social kid. Um, so I think that'll hit him once he actually realizes it. But he doesn't understand. He just... They were talking about the virus, the virus, before they, they left school. <laughs> right. Um, and now he's like, can we not go there because the virus? I mean, they my kids have literally gone nowhere. Yeah. So... It's a little tougher, I think, on them. Parker wants to go to Target like every day, and I'm like, "Yeah, can't. Sorry." Are are they? I mean, she she can be kind of a terror um, on on your attention, but Tucker does. Is he getting stir crazy because you guys aren't going anywhere? How's he managing his time when he's not doing school stuff and when he needs to let you do work? Um, a lot of screen time, like that whole like parenting, trying to decide how much screen time your kid gets. That is completely out the window. Right. Um. <laughs> There's just, I mean, I don't really have any other options. I have meetings throughout the day. And at this point, I'm trying to compact all my meetings in between, like, the hours of, like, 11.30 and 2.30 while they're, like, eating lunch. Then Parker goes right down for a nap. 
Mm -hmm. um so it's that's like the toughest part is you know i mean everyone else has been really really flexible as far as like work um and i have gone in like one or two days the past two weeks i've had some help with my mom um and even my friend erica like she's helped us out Mm -hmm. just so i could at least get out of the house and actually go like have my meetings in person because it's just weird on the phone you know especially Um, since you're working i'm sorry to cut you off again but i was saying like yeah you have two kids like under the age of six or seven right yes you don't want curiosity to set in while you're working exactly so it's i mean we we have we have like a loose schedule tucker's caught into like sleeping till nine parker's still up at seven um she smells me and she's like wait she's awake i have to be awake too so she pops right out of bed um so that's that's where it's really been the struggle like even if i work at night and even like you know i've worked at night i've worked on the weekends i'm kind of working every day of the week a little bit how are you to ma- stay caught up as well how are you managing not being able to to go out to places because i know you work at home a lot now and you've got a small house and sometimes you and you and kevin's schedule are the same like not being able to go to what is it jkb's um, it's, it's like a slow torture. I'm just, a, I'm a very, I'm a very social person. So, um, you know, it's hard and we've been around Erica a lot just cause we've been around her. I mean, throughout the entire time, like before this was happening, mm-hmm. she was like the last person we saw and stuff like that. And she hasn't had to go to work really. So like she still came over and I know that's like frowned upon, but she basically is family and she basically lives in the house. So, um, we've still seen her. So that's been nice. Cause we can at least, you know, laugh and play cards or have a few drinks. That's how um, I am with Elijah. Yeah. Yeah. Extended family. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You want to hang yeah. out a little bit longer. I've got a very tiger King centric game of rank these things. I love it. I'm totally down. All right, sit tight. And also, uh, final votes for our pandemic throwback song of the day. Which TLC song will we get to? That's around 7.30 this morning. Q105 Traffic. No problems. Just watch out for usual construction spots. If there's something we're missing, please don't hesitate to text us at 419-240-1055. It's the morning reboot with you here on Q105. Thanks for listening. On your smart device, we will have the health commissioner, who you've probably seen in all the uh, on the press conferences lately, Eric Jasinski, to answer some questions and shed some light on some facts that uh, of things you may, might be doing wrong or maybe you're doing them right, but you can do them better. That's at 8.30 this morning. Good morning. Q105. Eric, Floyd, and Ashley are both uh, via satellite. Ashley, if you can step away from whatever speaker that is, it would be helpful. Yeah, I'm doing that. Sorry. uh, We'll get to rank these things in a second. First, uh, off the air, we were talking about the 19 in COVID-19 is for the minimum amount of the minimum amount of pounds people will likely gain due to having very little to do if you're an adult but drink and Ashley I have a number that supports what we were talking about off the air uh, okay. from from March 1 to March 29 Ohioans uh, purchased 1.38 million gallons of spirits. That's up about, somebody who works in a hotel, this will resonate, that's up about 25% uh, year over year. So people did expect liquor stores to close, and they bought and bought and bought, and now we're drinking and drinking and drinking. I don't even know that it's that they expected them to close. It was like, holy crap, I got a little too too wasty on a Friday night, so now I have to go out and get it again. And also... 
Sorry. God, Flynn, I'm sorry. Oh, I was also like, I went into like survival mode. I was like, what bars are going to be closed? I'll have my own bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of stocking up. Um, and Ashley, you said that your kids won't stop eating now either? <laughs> no, it's like, it's like I've never fed them for like the past six years of their life. Um, Tucker is a bottomless pit. I believe he has a tapeworm. I don't know what's going on. Um, but he eats all the snacks. All the snacks. And, and boys, I said boys naturally eat a lot anyway. I can't imagine being like, excuse my terminology, under house arrest in your own home. Like, I just want more Cheetos, Mom. I need more Cheetos. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way, and I'm an adult, but regardless, that's just, it's insane. There was a, a meme that I saw today. I think it was uh, Trump whispering into the ear of Mike Pence. They were clearly, uh, you know, showing some concern, and, mm-hmm. and the meme says, release them, or release it, and it's a bag of Mountain Dew Doritos. <laughs> Who would eat that? Someone, I might. I mean... Tucker totally would. What would they taste like? If I find a bag, I'm buying three of them and I'll lay them on your porches. How about Baja, oh my gosh. How about Baja Blast Doritos? Listen, I would tear that up. Right. Because I love Baja Blast. Um, so the rank these things is is very tiger centric and actually of course we, we'd like you to play here with us you just gotta rank these things from one to three um either start and one is good three is bad or the worst floyd okay. lions tigers bears you said one's the worst one is the best one's the best of lions so i'll go bears lions tigers from top to bottom or bottom to yeah, top? Okay. I'm going one, two, three. Okay. Ashley, rank these things um, best to worst. Lions, Tigers, Bears. Lions, Bears, Tigers. Okay. Next up, Floyd, rank these things, please. A mullet, <laughs> an eyebrow ring, a, a bad dye job. So I'll go with mullet, eyebrow ring, bad dye job. Oh, bad dye jobs are the worst. Ashley, mullet, eyebrow ring, bad dye job. Oh, I'm going to go bad dye job, mullet, eyebrow ring. Okay. <laughs> Floyd, next up, kittens, puppies, mm-hmm. fawns. Is that a deer? Yeah, baby deer. Okay, so puppies, <laughs> it's fawns, <a> no. kittens. <laughs> Ashley, yeah, ki- so, ki- kittens, yeah. puppies, fawns. Yeah, I'm going to go the same. Puppies, fawns, kittens. Okay. Uh, second to last one here. Lion King, Tiger King, Burger King. All right. Okay. Lion King, Burger King, Tiger King. <laughs> Ashley? Oh, it's a tough one. I'm going to go Lion King, Tiger King, Burger King. Is there another king that I should have had in there instead of Burger King? Not that I know of. Okay. King George? No, I'm kidding. Uh, King George. Last last one. Um, Floyd. Tigers, Mm -hmm. Panthers, Mm -hmm. Leopards. Ooh, I have to go with Panthers because there's something majestic about them. Okay. I'll go Leopard second and then Tigers, which is my mom's favorite animal, by the way. Okay. Floyd, uh, I'm sorry, Ashley, Tigers, Panthers, Leopards. I don't care. Um, Leopards, Panthers, Tigers. Okay. Even when you don't care, you have to answer because it makes it that more challenging. 
I know. <laughs> you're like, I don't care. Right. right, right. I, when you're ambivalent like that, yeah, we really want the answer. Um, <laughs> you, if you got to run, that's cool. We've, uh, we've got some entertainment to get to where there will be more Tiger King news. And Floyd, last hour we got to a, a man, a, an actor coming back who we all adore. Now we're getting music back from someone we don't need. Uh-oh. Yeah. And if you're just tuning in, if you're just tuning in, uh, we got our thro- our pandemic throwback song of the day winner. T- 7.52 on Q105. Floyd, should we uh, apologize now in case I ever mistakenly hit the wrong button and something that we don't want going over the air goes on the air? I mean, you can, but like, we don't really... T- <laughs> we don't really talk that bad. We just talk like humans. I I know, but you know, out of context. Right? I was out of yeah. somebody. I got hacked. I got hacked. I know, right? Right. Um, Walking on eggshells. We will have to rearrange our eight o'clock hour. The health commissioner will be on with us at eight fifteen, and uh, he is the guy that you uh, you see every day with uh, with Mayor Wade and others explaining the situation here locally. This is not Dr. Amy. Oh, if we had Dr. Amy on, I would put some weekend music on and talk to her. Calm down. <laughs> I'm like, should, should I take my headphones out now or later? Let me have my crush. Anyway, uh, Eric Jasinski, the health uh, commissioner, will be on with us at 8.15. Urban Dictionary Spelling, be ready to go 8.30. And we can't do entertainment without getting into Tiger King news. And we mentioned it briefly last hour. Joe is currently in quarantine while, while behind bars. Uh, E.T. says he was transferred from a county jail where he was being held since his sentencing in January to a federal prison in Fort Worth, Texas. And due to concerns surrounding the outbreak, the Tiger King star was quarantined as a safety precaution upon his arrival at the prison, which is currently a standard procedure for all inmates currently checking into any prison due to the circumstances. During the 14-day quarantine, Joe has uh, no ability to make any phone calls or check or send emails, which I didn't even know was a prison perk. So he's like in the hole. Yeah. That's <laughs> the best way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> you just went straight Oz on us. I did. I did. He's in the hole, y'all. Yeah. 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 So, and I, I guess he got, he got transferred at the worst time. And I get it. If you're moving from one state to another and we're trying to limit contact, sorry, dude, you're in the hole until, uh, until two weeks is up. And he's older anyway. I know we like, they're. When we think of prisoners, like, why did they get so much privilege? It's still human life. So, like, he's older, and I'm sure his health isn't the greatest based on what I've seen and what he's done. So, tell me if I got this right. Other than maybe doing some illegal things, I guess meth, you could say it. Oh, he did meth? Oh, that oh, would, yeah. that meth would, all the way. That would explain a lot. But he didn't commit, I mean, he might, I guess he mistreated animals, but he's not a killer. The other lady, the lady is, right? So here's, and that's where, that's where verbiage comes in. So apparently he's in trouble because he allegedly hired someone to kill. I haven't got that far yet. Hired someone to kill one of the two, but the the plan was foiled. But then her husband came up missing and Carol Baskins, who knows? Okay. All right. Uh, well, I'm not going to watch the show. I do enjoy the memes. Um, <laughs> they are good. And I'll just keep with them. So last hour, we told you that Elliot Stabler, uh, Christopher Mal- Maloney, the actor, is coming back to NBC. No no uh, idea when, especially with all the production problems right now, but 13 episodes to NBC, a Dick Wolf show. He's the guy responsible for all the SVUs and Chicago shows. He's coming back to TV as that favorite character of ours. Lindsay Lohan is finally returning with new music. She teased this last night. Do we have audio? 
I tried to get the audio, but it's basically just like a, it, it's like an old tube TV, and there's static, and it's blinking highlights of, oh. uh, of her life, and then it ends with, I'm back. The teaser centers on a staticky TV, flashing between moments from her career, um, as her name is echoed by disembodied news anchors and everything from red carpets to partying in Greece, and there's also a clip of her 2004 hit, What?! Rumors. Yeah, the voices and video are sped up. The television explodes. And then it says, I'm back. Her last official release was 12 years ago, the 2008 single, Bossy. Bossy. Oh, just look. Okay, okay. What fan wrote her in a very descriptive letter asking for new music? Like, who asked for this? Girl, no. Maybe because she's gotten her... Her life together, and she she clearly cost us a lot of money. Sorry, in the death pool, because let's be honest, the way she was spending her life, it didn't seem like she was going to make it past thirty. And now she's like, you know what? I'm going to do what I want, and I want to release new music. And this is the way the universe works. It's kind of like we're going to give you guys Christopher Maloney back on TV, but you got to deal with Lindsay Lohan's new music. And I'm like, you know what? If that's the way the universe wants to work. I'll take it. I don't have to listen to it, so good for her. I'm, you know, glad she's made it and turned her life around. You, Hopefully, uh, it's good. You mentioned the universe. Um, oh. That's a good segue into finding out who the villain of Space Jam Two is. Now, I don't know when this is being shot and how the animators and the VFX people are all working on this, and you know, everything's been pushed back, even movies way out in the future. This is supposed to come out. On July fifteenth of twenty twenty one, do you remember who had uh, who played himself in the original movie? Wasn't it most of the basketball players like Charles Barkley? Right, but I them? mean, one of the uh, the actor that played himself. Oh, it's been so long. Okay, Dan Aykroyd was he in the movie? Bill Murray. His Bill Murray. Ah, oh, they're about the same person. Yeah, his <laughs> Ghostbuster castmate. So he played himself, and then. We found out that Don Cheadle was going to be in the movie, and people speculated that it would be similar to what Bill Murray did. But now there's uh, one person connected to uh, to production saying that Don Cheadle is going to be the main villain of the movie. Don Cheadle? Okay. Do you, are you, I, I like Don Cheadle. I do, too. I like him a lot. But I was like, I think they should, if I wrote Space Jam 2, I would like warp it around and make Michael Jordan the villain. Maybe they're going to be... I hope he makes a cameo. Like, you have to do that, right? I, I think you so. You have to add him in some way. He's he's very protective of his brand and obviously what he speaks about. That's why it was so so compelling um, to see him speak at Kobe Bryant's uh, at the funeral at the, at, yeah. at the basketball arena. I mean, because I've never seen Michael Jordan be so deeply personal like that before. But it would be nice to see him in the movie because he was everything in the first one. And for what it's worth, I mean, there's no sports on to watch, no live sports on to watch TV. But ESPN has pushed up a Michael Jordan and Chicago Bulls. Uh, I think it's like a five-part documentary. It was pushed off way in the future, but they've moved it up to, I think, every Sunday in April. And I know sports fans, and I, I'm a Jordan Bulls fan, people are dying for something new to watch, and apparently this is pretty eye-opening. Sports. Sports. What other sports did Michael Jordan play professionally? He played for baseball. He played for the Chicago White Sox. I knew that. Yeah, their minor league team, the Birmingham Barons. Um, 7.59 with the morning reboot. We do have a winner for the pandemic throwback song of the day. We'll get to that. And the health commissioner, who we've seen a lot of, or we have anyway. Floyd's favorite group ever. Is is that your... That's not your favorite TLC song ever, though, right? No. Okay. But that is today's winner for the pandemic throwback song 
of the day. TLC No Scrubs. We do this each and every day. Floyd throws three throwbacks at you today. We're all TLC songs. And we're, I mean, we, we picked the winner at 7.30 so we can play it twice during the show. Is No mm-hmm. Scrubs still getting lots and lots of votes? It is. But um, like I said, it's, I love when people vote after the fact because like you get a whole, you can tell like, the five o'clock people, the six o'clock people, the seven o'clock people, and like so, like right now, the eight o'clock people are waking up right. and they're voting on like number one, which is "What About Your Friends," which to me is a more of a party song. So like, it's good to see. It's weird to see like all these different variations of people waking up in the age groups of you can tell which people like one, two, or three. No, I would say nobody under the age of what, like thirty-five, knows "What About Your Friends." I, I would, I would co-sign that. But what about your friends is getting a lot of love right now. Okay. So good morning, my 8 o'clock friends. Uh, good morning. It's Q105, the morning reboot. Eric, Chase, and Floyd. I'm kind of stalling here because we're going to have the health commissioner on with us in just a moment. Uh, he is the guy with the hard to spell, maybe hard to pronounce name. And I, I had been saying it wrong. So we'll have Eric on here in, in just a second. Floyd, I like that people still vote because it gives us an idea. Like when we want to slip some throwbacks and we can go, uh, no, oh, for sure. no scrubs, not, not what about your friends but so it's it's helpful data to us mm-hmm. it, it's our it's in the world of corona statistics this is radio statistics do you think there's there's actually one question that i want to ask eric about statistics um are do you feel like when you're watching news and following all this there are too many numbers and it makes it hard to follow you know what i legit on my notepad i will send you a picture it says number statistics confused question mark because i'm one of those people like like I said, I was never good at math, so like anytime you throw a number in front of me, whether it's a math problem or not, I just get utterly cross-eyed, confused, and like my mind is blown. So like for me, um, COVID nineteen has just become numbers, and I don't understand right. it at all. Well, we got Eric now. Uh, Eric, hey friends. Hi, Eric. Good morning. Hi, it's Eric. It's Eric. Well, I'm Eric. That's Floyd. We're all split Hello. up uh, for the obvious Hello. reasons. Uh, oh wait, now Eric can hear me. Hi, Eric. Good morning. Sorry. <laughs> morning how are you uh eric jasinski toledo lucas county health commissioner uh, i was told no jokes but i will i'll start with this i'm i'm sure you've dealt with uh your name being misspelled i'm guessing a, a large part of your life and and now we all know it all too well just like uh mayor wade i get i bet you never expected to be out at the forefront like this four o'clock every afternoon explaining what you are no i, I really never thought and you know again i'm i'm happy to do it but it's it, it is uncomfortable with your face always out there. So. <laughs> you're you're part of our. We should have buzzwords that we've got to uh, got to have a bag of Doritos every time we hear influx or fluid or or <laughs> or, or the new normal. But then our new normal here where we are is two o'clock wine with the wine, three o'clock we're calling it, and then you and the mayor <laughs> hop out there. There's a new survey out which can be very helpful. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we. Uh, you know, or so when we knew we didn't have testing, um, sitting there trying to figure out, well, what else can we do uh, to get a better operational picture of, of our community? Um, and I know that there's been other self-reporting tools out there. So I I got with uh, Dr. Joe Dake from the University of Toledo Populations, uh, Population Health and said, hey, 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 Joe, what can we do here? And so we bounced a bunch of things off each other, and we came up with what we have right now, which is a self-reporting survey. And again, you know, it's just another tool to look at with, you know, the amount of tests we're doing and then some of the other things that are out there. And and this really gives us, I think, an operational picture of our community that we we definitely didn't have before. 
but then it, it goes into where are the hot spots? Right. Um, can we get more messaging down there? What What do we need to do? But also then too, excuse me. What do we then too relative to? Can we reach back into people? We're going to try to do that if if we can get some staffing for that. But we can't promise that. But what we're what we're at least saying is that hey, you as you you as one of our residents, we do care about you. We're going to try to do everything for everybody that we can. You know, it might even just help you report what you got so you can really go through what are my symptoms right. and, you know, do do I have COVID or maybe I don't. And then we had that link on there, too, where it does give you the ability to get some more information about COVID. So really, in a sense, this is a, a, a great effort. You, I, I, let me take a step back. Sure. UT is fabulous. They are amazing. They have helped us out so much in this community, not just with this, but with the Master's in Public Health students for Epidemiology. Uh, and then I just just go down the line with the, the the testing that they're doing now, and they brought online. I mean, it's it's a it's an amazing institution. And when this is all done, we we really need to make sure that we're supporting that 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 at that that academic institution. I saw on the map that was released last night, and granted, the numbers are very minimal, and we keep hearing from all professionals, you and and beyond, that we're just trying to collect as much information as we can because we know so little about it. Um, the the illness is a mystery; it's unpredictable. So I saw. I, I live in 43615, which was a, a red spot. Um, are you mm-hmm. still sorting through the data because the sample size, Floyd, sorry to get so mathy here, but is the, oh, sample, is the sample size so small that um, we can't discern a lot? Because is it more people that are more self-reporting, more people are more aware of their health? Because some people pointed out to me that it's a, it's a higher income area. 43615 has some of Holland, some of Maumee, some of Ottawa Hills. How can we discern some of that through this test and the survey you've got? Well, I, I think, again, it, it couples with that. So those are, those are our positive tests, and we know they're in that area. So as we, we look through this you know, the self-reporting system, we then kind of overlay that. Again, we're overlaying all this information we possibly can to say, okay, what's happening in those areas? Um, I, I will – let me say this. Um, I, I think we all expected at least our area to be higher by this time. Uh, again, right. it's a guess. It was a guess weeks ago. Um, I, I am really putting a lot of stock into what we are doing, you, me, the other listeners, other individuals in this community, by doing that, that social distancing, doing the right thing, not going to work unless you absolutely have to. All those things that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks – I really do believe that is why we're not seeing this huge spike in, in, in reported cases and or illness. Now, with that said, I'm not so sure that we're going to hang on to this very much longer. Right. And I'm not saying that to, to scare anybody, but what's going to happen here is we're going to start seeing more illness. But I do believe when you're on that curve that Dr. Atkin talks about, that flat curve, you know, we're, we're in pretty good shape to, to not be at that really steep, steep curve. So we're we're coming up we're coming up the slope of the curve, and I, I think we're going to come out on the other side better than I think other states in this in this country. Uh, because our governor's been so proactive, and that's trickled mm-hmm. down here. Floyd, what do you got? Um, I was going to say first, I would say thank you for all that you guys do in keeping us informed, especially for like I said previously. You when someone throws numbers at me, I just get confused. But I want to say um, when you guys do your press conferences. And, like, you give all this information. Is there anything, like, you take into consideration for, like, because, you know, some people overreact. Like, do you take those into consideration, like, when you're explaining this stuff? Because, like, you can't sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? Like, you have to give the people raw information. 
you know, uh, from, from my point of view, as long as, you know, since I became health commissioner, as long as I'm going to be health commissioner for Lucas County, I'm going to be transparent and give people the numbers that I can. Um, you have to do that. Um, I know there, there, there might be other agencies or entities or, or, you know, people across, across the country that might, well, well, how do we, you know, how do we say this? Uh, you know, how do we put this information out? And for me, and I think for us, especially this, this, at this point in time, in this crisis, you just got to be upfront and go, Mm -hmm. yes, unfortunately we have this many people sick. We, we have this many people have passed away. Um, you don't, definitely you don't want to take it to the nth degree and then just paralyze everybody with panic you can't do that but you need to be open and honest with your community and if you're not you're doing them a disservice if i would come out and say hey you know what yeah you know we're doing okay with with the curve <laughs> right and if you say it that way they're like oh well we can go back out no, no. you can't what we're saying is is ladies and gentlemen right now we're not seeing probably what we thought we were going to see but that doesn't mean it's not going to be bad it's not going to be it's not going to be horrible you got to keep on doing what we do Right now, with the social distancing, washing hands, going out only once a week to the store, if you even need to do that, so it's those types of things. Um, the one thing that I do want to mention here is we really need to start taking care of our neighbors, too. I, I got a call the other day since I'm in self-quarantine. I got a, I got a call from a, a neighbor say, do you need anything? I'm going to the store, you know, so you guys don't have to go out. And I said, no, no, we're fine. But I think we need to start doing that yeah. and with the idea of, you got older neighbors next door. You know, you might have some immunocompromised. It just might be a neighbor who can't get out for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Help them out. Um, There's no, really I'm sorry. Need, really need to start. I would like to see more of that being done as long as we're doing it six foot away. Floyd? Oh, I was just going to say there's no better time to um, practice that, that that old golden rule, love thy neighbor. Because in many yeah. of these cases, some neighbors are older mm-hmm. and they don't have that mm-hmm. family. You could become like an extended son or daughter to them you know what i mean just to help out and and that's something right. simple as like like you said someone calling you and like hey do you need anything and they can be like oh i need milk like you you yeah. can do that eric jasinski's on with us the lucas county health commissioner the survey that eric was talking about it's a little wordy to get to the website so we've got it linked for you on our q105 facebook page eric let me ask you this and it sounds like like we here in our area um northwest ohio toledo are getting a passing grade for social distancing i think we could always be better i think we'll have a true test tomorrow with a nice day outside in the parks and everything but i guess i've kind of visualized it this way if we weren't taking these things we've all worked at a place where it's that time of year and bodies are dropping to bad colds left and right and it seems like there's only a few bodies left in the building if we were not practicing social distancing um, our whole community our whole country could be like that right our whole country could be worse than that yeah and i think that's the point we've been trying to make here this is not this is not like the common cold i mean i've had bad colds before um for for most of us it it, it it'll probably something like that but there's a, a population that we've been talking about that if they get this, there are severe consequences. Even you know, even to the point where you know we're, we're we have mortality. So this this isn't something that we just kind of say you know, the common cold you come back from it with you know without much of an issue. You know, this this can go ahead and, and really wreak havoc on people. Uh, and again, that's why you know if you look at if you look at all the, the those graphics and the data how you know if you're if you have covid you pass it on to somebody else and they they pass it on and often you see you know 100 individuals from you getting sick yeah. whereas if you do the social distancing you know you end up you're going to end up with people still sick but it's not going to be 100 you know it's going to be a fraction of that whether you know it's 10 to 15 to 20 it's going to be a fraction of that and that's why it's so important to do that social distancing two last questions to wrap up here uh, for yep. me with Eric Zinski um one 
what can I do? I, I don't. We talked about this earlier in the show. I don't want to act like a fourth grader tattling on somebody in the schoolyard. But this is life or death, and and you know our healthcare system surviving. Is there anyone I can call? I know the governor has spoken about this, or is there a website I can go to if I have questions with my employer, or if I have concerns about a, a business in my compu- my community, whether or not they should still be open? You give us a call for one. 419-213-4161. I know, too, if you got Facebook, uh, we're also always monitoring Facebook. Uh, you know, get, get us that information. Um, what we don't want is, you know, those gotcha moments. You know, just right. somebody's upset with somebody and just, I'm just going to call. Because we don't have, we don't have unlimited resources. If it is, if it's a legitimate issue, please call. Um, we're going. We're going out to those individuals. We're we're talking with them because sometimes too, they don't know the process. They're they're not understanding it, which is you know again, it's human nature. So we're going to talk them through. Hey, listen, if it's you know it's a walk up uh, ice cream stand, you know, make sure everybody's six foot away, making sure that you know people aren't you know congregating at the at the at the counter. So again, it's an educational tool too, um, and and two sometimes you know there's a question: Well, am I essential or not essential business? Right. Um, we really don't want to make that call, but give us a call. We'll we'll go ahead and walk it through. If nothing else, we'll we'll talk it out. And again, there might be a change. There might not. The, the, the thing is, we do need to call, but we need to make sure that we're calling for the right reasons. And here, prime example, one of those walk-up counters. Uh, somebody called. Uh, somebody called us. We talked to the owner, and they said, "No, I mean, uh, the, the issue was there was like a family of four standing at one of the X's, if you would." And then somebody else was standing, uh, you know, at uh, the other X, and it looked like they were all together. Well, mm. uh, again, they were six foot apart. You know, they were at the family unit. I'm not so sure that I would take my family out and get ice right. cream uh, as a group um, like that. Uh, but, again, we, we, we walked it through. We found out what happened, and that was great. That person who called had a true concern, and ho- and we fixed it, or at least we found out what the issue was. I keep running my mom's filter through my head uh, <laughs> when I was a kid. Is it? Do you need it, or do you just want it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Eric, yeah. last question, yeah. a fun one. When this is yep. all over and way in the rearview mirror, where is your preferred uh, vacation destination you'd like to get away to? Wow. Is that <laughs> a great question? <laughs> yeah. And you deserve it, so yeah, yeah. definitely... Oh. You don't have to answer now. Maybe throw it out when this no, is all over. But no, no, I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. Um, I'd like to go to Gettysburg again. I, I've been there. Oh, nice. Twice. Once when I was little. Once, once when you know a couple years ago when when my kids were little. But I'd like to go back and just walk. And you want to talk about you know a, a, a disaster event, yeah. you know, loss of life. You know, again, we've seen it in in the United States, and we're going to see it again after this. Um, but just just go there and be at peace. And just walk and 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 go through and go through that experience again. Now that I have a, I'll have a different perspective on life. Awesome! Thanks for your time. Thanks for all you're doing. I know it's different from what you might have uh, signed up for, but we're happy to see. I'm happy to see you uh, on our TVs and on our Twitter streams every day, getting everybody the info they need. We appreciate it. Yes, for sure. Thanks. Appreciate you guys too. Thanks, Eric. Take care. Thank you. Look at that. Eight twenty nine with the morning reboot on Q one hundred five. He was uh, yeah. He, he was very helpful. I I appreciated that. And you, and he. He's one of those people when I do watch the press conference, like he explains it. Like he doesn't dumb it down. Like it's just information that we need. And the reason why I ask my question is because someone had posted on Facebook something real ignorant. And I won't go into it, but it's just like we need this information. You can't sugarcoat it at this point. Yeah, I was going to ask him, and you kind of asked him in a roundabout way. Um, should should we be be saying that this is how many people are recovering? 
But if you do that, it's counterintuitive to telling people that we still have to be extremely cautious. I mean, you can, oh, absolutely. You can do the math for yourself. I know people think that like the media is in some dark castle planning how to spin <laughs> this and like how to scare people. That that's really not it. You can do the math for yourself. The flu what kills about like half a percent of people that get it. This is about 10 times that. So like two and a half percent. It's a small number until you're getting into the hundreds of thousands. And I only laugh at that. Like I'm not making a lot of it. It's because people still think that way. Like, right. By no means are we news media, but like I think they think we get information before it actually happens. Yeah, and then we decide. And I'm like, and then we decide like how we're going to scare people with it, right? And I'm just like, no, that's not. I get the information just like you do. That if you work in media, there's someone else giving those. Like when you watch Gail and like Robin Roberts on these shows, there's someone giving them information before they actually deliver it to you. Good stuff. It was good to have money. It was a good interview. Mm-hmm. Eight. Thanks for listening to Q105 and us, the morning reboot on your smart device uh, or your app or on your mobile device. Search Q105 Toledo and you can get the app for us to listen as you like because I know all of our lives and schedules have been upended. Floyd, you'll see in that document that I sent you, there's uh, there's some person saying like, uh, is is it is it noon? It, can, can I let the kids sleep in a, late, a little bit later? I mean, do what you want as long as you get their education in. I I hate to rub it in people's faces, but look at it this way. Um, like, I'm okay with this. I, I'm okay with this lifestyle. I, I can deal with it. I am not lonely. Um, I am actually pretty good at passing boredom. I can't nap, but that doesn't mean that I don't try. Um, Enjoy and, your time at the top. I, I know. I know. I, <laughs> like, I do feel... Enjoy it. Like, a, like 4% of me feels awful for saying that I'm enjoying this. Um, and if you want to stab me in the eye right now with a spork, I get it. I will just say... But we can't. Social distancing. Right, right, right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't come within six feet. But if you can, like, dagger that spork into my eye... Yeah, never mind. But, I mean, I, I'm enjoying this. And I do have some sympathy or empathy for people who are, or who are really struggling. And I would just say... It sounds cliche, but everything we've heard is cliche. We'll get through it. It'll pass. Um, it's cliche to say, find the opportunities in this. Use this as a challenge, one that you can overcome. Uncover parts of your 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 mind and your interest that you might have ignored for a long time and find the opportunities. As a social butterfly since the womb, it does get better because I think I hit my I hate everything moment, which every extrovert will go through in whatever we're called will go through. I think I hit mine this past weekend. And once I got over that hurdle, it I kind of was fine. Like, I'm fine now. Like, I get it. Yeah, well, um, unfortunately, it's not a cliche, but I, I have a feeling that while we go through this and it's not going to end, you know, at least for a month or so with that order in fact through the, through, through the end of April, uh, well, the, the uh, president's suggestion or the recommendations, it's going to go for another month at least. Uh, it's going to come again. You're going to hit another pit and, and everybody else as well. And I wish I could tell you something more insightful or nope just keep bragging you good okay yeah i when i was talking to my dad yesterday and i was you know doing my my trot around the neighborhood i'm like dad we should play a game um i'll describe a day in my life and you can say pandemic or no pandemic and really there is not much difference 
That's funny. I know. I know. And I'm I'm sorry. And if there's any way that I can help people get through this, I'm I'm happy to try and help like the the, the health commissioner uh, and you were talking about during the interview. Um when I'm going to run an errand like yesterday when I went to Target, I checked in with a couple of people who might might not want or are able to go out. Hey, can I get you anything? Mm-hmm. Um even if they live on the other side of town. Hey, I'll grab it for you. I'll come by. I'll drop it on your doorstep. You know, like you said, help your neighbors out and and if you are going out, if you're somebody like me who doesn't have a lot of limitations help other people out yeah because it's another even though we're social distancing we're not social kindnessing you know what i mean you can still be kind yeah yeah you're not kindness just distancing you, you can still be kind to one another and again more nonsense feel good cliches who's a tony robbins guy you know i i hate to say look on the bright side but imagine if this was five years or so ago just five maybe even just three years how how much less technology we would have had just three or five years ago that can keep us in touch with people with all, everybody knows Zoom now. We know Skype and all the FaceTiming. Like just a couple of years ago, we wouldn't, we might not even have had that kind of accessibility. I'm actually happy you said that. So like yesterday, my nephew was venting like a preteen that he is. And I was like, dude, you would never have survived in 2001. And that's not even that long ago if you think about it. Right. Yeah. Like, well, I, I give teens Bruh. I give teens a little bit of a pass because guess what? They would complain regardless of pandemic or no pandemic because that's what they do. I mean, adults do too, so my, I feel it. My Xbox is down. I can't play Rocket League. Stop. <laughs> It'll be back up. Calm down. All right. I'm, so, oh, I'm like, what's Rocket League? We'll put, uh, it's, it's like soccer with vehicles and people play online. Weird. Okay, go uh, We'll punt uh, Urban Dictionary Spell. 855. Thanks for listening to Q105 in the morning. Reboot on your smart speaker. You can also grab our app, Q105 Toledo, in the app store. Um, it's Eric, Chase, and Floyd. Uh, my apologies for not giving out the phone number so frequently uh, as we're going through this. Uh, you're probably way off your schedule and may or may not be able to call or text anyway, but you are always welcome to 419-240-1055. Some uh, final entertainment stories, some from earlier. Elliot Stabler is coming back to NBC. Mm. Um, the Florida sheriff down in uh, Hillsborough County is getting about six tips a day in the Don Lewis disappearance. None of them have been credible. <laughs> this has to be some horrible April Fool's joke that we set up two weeks ago when Tiger King premiered. It has to be. How would you, Now, I know it's real. How would you feel, though, if it was an April Fool's Day joke or some kind of hoax? I, I would probably feel better with humanity. Yeah. Just to be honest. But I but like you, I went down well, not like you, but like my personal thing, I went down the rabbit hole and Googled everyone on this show and they are in fact very real. Did you see the Game of Thrones meme I put up yesterday? Yes. Absolutely. Someone made a comparative picture graph uh, mm-hmm. that how like Joe is Jon Snow, Carol Ka- what's her name? Carol Baskins. I think that's Cersei. So it's it's on the show page. Uh, Joe has moved prisons, and because of that, he's been quarantined with the, the COVID outbreak. Lindsay Lohan is going to give us uh, some new music very, very soon. Floyd, were you a fan of The Nanny? <laughs> yes. Fran Drescher uh, and the cast of the show are going to get back together. It looks like Monday, April 6th. Uh, Daniel Davis, Lauren Lane, Nichelle Tom, Benjamin Salisbury, and the rest of the cast will get together uh, for some kind of streaming thing. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, did I have more? No. That, uh, James Marsden, he was on that show? 
James Marsden. Oh, you know what? I think he played one of the kids' schoolmates. Okay. Don't quote me, but I feel like vaguely I remember him. He won't be on it, but this is going to be, looks like April 6th. Uh, Idris Elba is feeling better, but still in limbo after his coronavirus positive test. He and his wife are still asymptomatic. Um, we've passed the quarantine period, but we're a little bit in limbo. We can't get a flight back home, so we just have to sit still for a little bit. Uh, big shout out. He sent a big shout out to doctors and nurses and the healthcare people. Uh, he was one of the first celebrities, along with Colton Underwood, Tom Hanks, and Rita Wilson, to come out with their positive test. There's been a lot of celebration over the last couple of days. Many from Jennifer Lopez last week, Demi Lovato yesterday for Selena Quintanilla Perez. Who is that? That is Selena's. Anything for Selena's? We miss and love you. You were taken too soon. It will forever be an inspiration to me. Rip Angel. I wish I knew you and that laugh she wrote. Uh, Demi wrote on her Instagram story. She was uh, shot and killed March 31st, 1995 by her former fan club president, Yolanda Saldivar, who's currently serving a life sentence in Texas. I think she got paroled. Oh, really? I believe so. And I want to say it was like maybe last year or two years ago. I know she's up for parole sooner or later. Well, when you murder somebody like that, I don't think you get it, but hey. No, no, no. She's, I, I promise you. Because okay. it was like a big thing. All right. Don Cheadle will likely be the villain of Space Jam 2. More J-Lo news. J-Lo, Kristen Bell, Nick Jonas, Aaron Rodgers, Gabriel Iglesias, Anthony Davis, Kevin Hart, and more. Uh, they're going to be on a new show, and I believe this is going to be one of the Quibi shows. It is. It's called Thanks a Million. Um, the stars give people $100,000 then the people who get it have to pay half of it forward. And overall, it's going to be a million dollars over its 10-episode run. How do you feel about that? Um, I, I gotta see it. Because, you know, when you explain stuff and then you actually watch it, you're like, oh, like, love is blind. Like, someone explained it to me. Then I watched it and I go, oh, I enjoy it. Yeah, I guess well, Quibi is going to launch all these shows. Chrissy's Court. I think Punk is coming back. And they're short shows. That's their hook. Um, they're like YouTube uh, video length, you know, 10 minutes or whatever they are. 10 minutes, yeah. And I, I guess, you know, I'm not going to shoot down any feel goods at this point in time. And this is certainly that. In fact, you know, when I was out over the weekend looking to get some coffee from somewhere, sorry, I don't have a coffee maker at home and I will go through a drive through I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay it forward. I'm going to pay for the person behind me. I've never done that. And then I get to Tim Hortons. I'm like, there's no one else behind me. <laughs> I know. It, it, you know what? But also, uh, oh, man, I lost my train of thought when you said pay it forward. Pay it forward. Pay for coffee uh, behind me. No, that goes along with the um, helping out your neighbor. Who's to say that right. person behind you is not spending their last $5 on this? You know what I mean? On, on a team well, about being positive, I just black girl tongue popped on the radio. Hey, hey girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Nine <laughs> o'clock with the morning reboot. Thanks for being here today. Tomorrow we'll do a throwback Thursday. We'll wire our friend Alex into the show. What are you going to do for the rest of today? Same thing you do every other day. Nothing. I think I'm going to do a retro day. I think I've already lined up the goofy movie to watch. Okay. So I'm good. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, text Derek to 419 240 1055.